Hello and welcome to the Wikigate podcast. I am Benjamin Green. And I am Meredith Green. Hello. Hello. And this is the podcast where we talk about the Bible in our lives and how it's practical and useful and how we should have put it in practice or how we did put it in practice in our life. And today we're going to be talking about busyness and laziness since school just started for us and all that stuff. We're at the University of Arizona here in Tucson. But first, we're just going to catch up, catch everybody up on our lives. So how's your life going, Benjamin? Life is good. Um, first week of school under the belt. Good. Last good. first week of school under the belt, crazy, which is weird. Crazy, crazy. He's graduating in December. So it's not even just last year, it's last semester. And for a while, anyway. Hopefully I never have to do grad school. But you know, there are no guarantees. <laughs> um, Liking all your classes and getting a routine? Not quite yet, but I'm on my way. My classes are good so far. I just don't have any semblance of a routine yet. Alrighty. How about you? Um, My life is good. I've started. I have actually done one whole week of school, too. Believe what? it or not. <laughs> um, but my classes are good. I am lucky that I know everyone in my class because as an elementary education major, we're kind of off separate at an elementary school, and we have the same people for all of our classes for last semester and this semester. So it was fun to see everybody again and to get to know each other again, sort of. And my teachers are good, and classes are good, and life is good. And crazy busy, hence the topic for today. And yeah, that's about it. So what's one blessing from your life recently? Well, what I'm thinking about a lot today is that um, in order to graduate, I needed to take a capstone class. And I was having a lot of issues trying to get that class added to my schedule. And I finally got it yesterday. Yay! Yes. <laughs> so that's a huge stress off my back because if I somehow didn't get enrolled in that class, I wouldn't be able to graduate and that would have been incredibly frustrating. Aren't we just bringing back the joys of school to all of you who are already graduated or out of school? I only need <laughs> two more credits! <laughs> um, a blessing in my life has been that um I like all my teachers and class and everything. I was so nervous going back to school. I was like, it's going to be so busy and intense, and my professors are going to be these crazy people, and I like them all. So that's hugely, wonderfully good. Yay! Yay! So, all right. What I is... Think, oh, go ahead. I, I think I like all of my professors, too. I don't think there are any I have issues with. There's one who's kind of interesting. I can't really figure him out yet. But... <laughs> um... As you can see, we have very much school of the brain, so we won't normally talk about school this much, but it's our first week, so cut us some slack. Um, so what is one time this week that the Bible, one particular Bible verse, has really applied to your life, whether you followed it or not? Well, I've been really stressed this week. I was stressed trying to get that class. I'm stressed because I really have no idea what I'm going to be doing after graduation. 
uh, stressed for a lot of things. And so uh, one verse that I really should be, and I have been a little bit, but not enough <laughs> meditating on is when Jesus says, uh, come all ye who are laboring and heavy laden and I will give you rest. I like that one. Um, because really my stresses are kind of puny <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. And when you compare them to God's help, they're like infinitesimally small. <laughs> I love that thought. So Very, very good reminder. How about you? Um, the one that I was thinking of is yesterday in the car. I was driving along on my really long commute. She commutes for 20 miles one way. Yes. Actually, two ways each way because I do come home too. Well, but... <laughs> I know. Just that expression always makes me laugh. 40 miles round trip. <laughs> and so I was driving along listening to my Christian radio. And since you can't see me, I'm mimicking myself driving right now. <laughs> um, and they were reading a verse in Proverbs. I don't actually even remember what that verse was. And they were talking about how it reminded them of the verse um, for man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. And that verse just like hit me that as I was driving. And it normally that verse is applied to like, oh, don't care so much about your looks or what clothes you have or things like that or what your hair looks like or things like that. But I was thinking about it in... I've already mentioned that I have a really small class and we see each other all the time, so I really want everyone in there to like me and to be my friends. And so I'm really bad at sometimes kind of either hiding from them or putting on this fake facade sort of thing. And so um, this, the rest of yesterday and all of today, every time I've thought like, oh, what will people think if I do this, even if it's just the normal me thing to do, then I'm like, that doesn't matter. What does God think about how my heart is right now? And most of the time, my That's heart's been really good. prideful or like something. And so I just focus on that aspect. And it makes the opinions of other people not matter as much. That's really good. I, I like that a lot. And I feel like... I don't know. I feel like the Bible can often feel like a, a punch in the gut. <laughs> but it's always good for you. Yes. And, and that definitely strikes me as a punch in the gut kind of scenario. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Alrighty. So, on to the big topics of today. What are they, Benjamin? Do you remember? Busyness and laziness. Beautiful. Um, I just said laziness in, like, the most excitable way possible. <laughs> Some irony there. Yes, a little bit. All right, so, busyness. What is life like for you with busyness today and your life right now? Is that something you struggle with? What does it look like for you? Especially now that school's starting or thinking about last time school was going last semester? So I'm not 100% certain what what you mean by what does it look like for me, but I'm just going to blab a little bit about my life. Alrighty. Hopefully that'll Perfect. answer your question. Um, I, right now, things are very busy, especially at work. I work in the athletic department, so we have a lot of preparation before events and football season starting. First football game this Today, the day you are listening to this podcast, Benjamin will be at a football game. Yep, Thursday, September 3rd. 
gotten 11 hour shift that day. So I do really like my job, so I'm not complaining, but it is busy. Um, and then I also have homework and I have one class where she's just like, seems to love giving us lots of work. I don't know how she can stand a grade at all, but, um, and so really I just get kind of frustrated, like not exactly depressed, but I just kind of get angry that I don't have time to spend the way I want it to. And I get really selfish and like, I don't want to be doing homework and I don't want to go to work. I just want to stay home and do nothing or stay home and play Super Smash Brothers or <laughs> stay home and play the piano. And, and I feel like, oh, I don't have enough time for myself. And so, like... The reality is I have enough time for everything God wants me to be doing. Whenever I first heard that, that just like blew my mind. <laughs> and, and, and so I just need to make sure my priorities are in the right place. And so for me, busyness just brings about a lot of frustration that's wholly unnecessary and ungrounded. Okay. Did that answer? It like, did. It was more just like for? how you reacted and handled busyness. And so that was perfect at the end. Perfect. Okay. Okay. <laughs> For me, I am obsessed with checklists. I have a planner that I'm I have not. all organized now for the semester, and I do checklists for every single day for my homework, and then I have a whiteboard that I fill with lots of different things I need to get done that day, and I kind of start to obsess with, like, every minute has to be productive because I have to get my whole checklist done, and if I don't get my checklist done, my whole day is ruined. And so that's kind of my attitude towards business. I get really sucked into it so uh, that it's kind of like all I pay attention to is that I have to be busy and busyness is the only good thing and so if I were to ask you right now what just off the top of your head what do you think like how do you think of how God thinks about busyness is how you do it good or not and why and why not well, I'm again not entirely sure what you mean, but this time I feel like it's definitely my fault. Uh, Lynn, I'm just not getting it. The last time you might have worded it confusingly or something. I don't know. But that's this funny. Time... I thought that the first time I worded it fine, and this time was maybe confusing. Oh, that's so. funny. Well, then maybe it is your fault. Ha ha ha. Okay, ha. let me ask you this way How does the Bible apply to our busyness? Okay. <laughs> that I can, I can kind of work toward. Um. <laughs> So, so I feel like, like I said a minute ago, that, that we have every, we have enough time for everything that God wants us to be doing. And God knows every idle word we say. He knows when we sit down and stand up. He knows when our time is well spent and not. And so, um, the Bible definitely, that was, that's Psalm 139, right? You know, when I sit yes. down and stand up. Um, the Bible definitely tells us that God knows about our time. And so that's a lot of pressure to be spending time wisely. But then as far as like the frustration and stuff that comes from busyness, like that's all attitude. <laughs> the Bible's very clear about having an attitude, giving thanks and everything. And, and, um, 
Did did that answer what you were talking about, or yeah. did, was I just completely? No, rambling? yeah, you were good. Okay. And ever since you said that, now I have my song that I made up whenever I was little for "Thou knowest my down sitting and mine uprising." Oh. It's just running through my head over and over. <laughs> Those songs work if you're trying to memorize verses. Use music; <laughs> it's amazing. Um. So, I was thinking whenever I was thinking about this. Um, one verse that really that talks about business is Ephesians five fifteen through sixteen. It says, "See them that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil." Oh, and I think that really speaks to like there is a side of busyness that's really good. There's a lot of work God has us to do on the earth. He doesn't want us to be wasting time, but we really focus on how can we use our time effectively, especially for His kingdom. Because there's a lot of people who need to hear about the Lord. And there's a lot of ways we can serve others with God's love and stuff like that. And so God really wants us to be busy about that. And then also the whole um, whatsoever you do. Do it. Do it. I feel like I messed that one up. but Well, in, in, in King James. Am I mixing James, two versions? Is that what King it is? James, <laughs> it's And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. Right. And there's also... Whether therefore ye eat or drink, or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. So, do you have most of your verses memorized in King James? Yeah, most of them, because uh, most of the verses I've memorized came from Awana, and that that was the translation Mm -hmm. that the Awana books were in. Okay. Well, those were both of the verses that I was going to try to come up with, so thanks. (laughs) Um, So, then that's kind of like, well, we can give God glory by doing homework for us or for you going and working hard at a football game and we can bring glory to God in those things too if we have the right attitude so busyness is good but then there's the classic not being too busy example which is the Mary and Martha story oh duh so Jesus Jesus came to their house and I'm just like where is she going with this that's the perfect example Martha was all like Jesus is coming to my house I've got to make this perfect dinner and the house has got to look spotless and so she was busy 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 serving Jesus but Mary decided Jesus is in my house I need to sit down and I have the chance to learn from him and so she gave up being busy and the serving to do what was more important and focus on her spiritual growth and learning from her savior. And that, that I feel like is something that's really important. Cause like I was talking about how God knows how we spend our time. So we need to spend it well. That doesn't mean work all the time. Like the, right. the Bible's very clear, you know, when God created the earth, he rested on the seventh day. Like we're not made to work perpetually. We're made to, we're, we're supposed to spend our time the best we possibly can. And sometimes that is just taking a break. Sometimes it's sitting down and studying your Bible. Sometimes it's going to work. And and finding that balance is really hard for me. Right. Because, like, if you think about it, like, the times that I'm just, like, my checklist and I do all these good things on my checklist and I just work and work and work and work for days, the quality of the stuff I'm doing goes down and my attitude gets worse and I stop thinking about God... And, confession time, I start pushing my Bible reading and prayer time. I either start cutting it short or I'm just like, oh, I'll just do a verse today because I'm so busy. Or I start um, just pushing it off at all. Like, oh, I did all these other things and now I'm too tired, so I'm just not going to do it today. And so that is a sign that 
powder is a weird whack, and I think that is a time that God would frown upon busyness whenever other times he might smile on busyness. So. Yeah, that's that's a really good point, and I, it's definitely a trap I fall into, too. Especially, um, I am, like, not a morning person, so I don't often read my Bible in the morning. I Sometimes I do, but usually I'll get way more out of it if I read it at, like, three in the afternoon. But a lot of the time I just push it off till right before bed and then I'm like exhausted and I read one verse and then go to sleep. And, uh-huh. and it's like, okay, so I was maybe meditating on that verse for like five minutes before <laughs> I fell asleep. Yeah. And, and, and that's really not good. All right. Opposite extreme. Laziness. The excitement from your voice with the laziness is gone. Oh, right. <laughs> laziness! There you go. <laughs> Ladies All right. So, what does laziness look like in your life? Or is it not there? It's my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, laziness is something I really struggle with. Um, I... Once I get to working, or like, if something needs to be done, I'm a pretty hard worker. Like, I, I do things until they're finished. I, I don't like to, to give up. But actually motivating myself to go and work to begin with is, is very difficult. So I don't know if that counts for anything or not. But I, I definitely struggle with laziness, and I, I pray about it a lot. Because... You know, it is a sin, and Proverbs tells us we're supposed to go look at the ant and consider the ant's ways and be wise, because the ant works. And and while I was just talking about a minute ago, our, our bodies are designed for rest, they're also designed to be worked, mm-hmm. and, and God commands us to work for him, and yeah, I'm... I'm descending into babble mode, so you can <laughs> Um I struggle with busyness, I've already said, and I then struggle with laziness sometimes. Some days I'm just all about that chocolate laying on the couch watching movies life. See, that's me like every day. That's the problem. <laughs> but especially, okay, something about chocolate makes me lazier. Once I start getting chocolate, I'm just like, luxury, life is luxury, and then I just kind of want to do nothing else except for the chocolate couch and movie life. So, fun fact that I just realized about myself just now. Um, But that verse we talked about earlier, the whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not unto men, that's another one that's really like, no matter what you're doing ever, um, you should be known as working really hard at it. And so it's also a really good testimony thing. That's a way that we can stand out from people because we have a fairly lazy culture, the liking to take the me time. Do just enough to get by. Right, and do just enough to get by. And so if we're someone who always works hard, even when it's not necessary because we're working for God, not just for our bosses or our teachers or for the people watching us, then we'll really stand out from people and people might comment on that and we could be like, well, it's because I want to honor God with what I do. Um, I haven't had the opportunity to do that. Nobody's ever asked me on the days that I do work hard, but I have heard of that being a witnessing opportunity for people. So Yeah. 
It's a way we can live different from the world. Um, and then I also was going to bring up before you stole my thunder with the ant verse. <laughs> ah, yes. Thunder stolen. Um, What's the reference? I don't know the reference on it. It's Proverbs 6, 6. So just think of, if you need to remember it, whenever I was at VBS, teaching VBS, we walked all the kids around so you could do this too, go on a walk. And they were three-year-olds, and we had to find all the ants. Every time they saw an ant, we'd have to stop and look at it, and I'd be like, what are they doing? And they'd say, working! And be so excited that they knew. So, walk around, look at some ants, think about laziness. That actually does help me sometimes. When I'm sitting on the ground and see ants, it brings that verse to mind, and then it's kind of a chance to stop and be like, how am I doing with laziness lately? It's just cool how many things in the world... God brings in to remind us uh -huh. of stuff. Can you can you read the verse? Because I didn't quote it exactly. Oh, okay. Go to the ant, O sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. And the passage goes on to talk about how she has no overseer or master, but she still brings in food. I don't remember if it says she or he, but the ants still bring in food for the winter and store up for themselves, and they're constantly working. And, and if you think about ants, they can carry all that weight, and they're struggling. But they do it, even though there's no one really telling them to. Yeah. So they're a good example. Definitely. So. <laughs> Is that it? I think so. Remember, be an ant. Alrighty. But not a too busy ant. Be a merry ant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Like Mary, Mary and Martha. Yeah. I was picturing Mary happy. R R Y. <laughs> be an ant like Mary. But then it makes you sound like you're talking about your aunt who's named yeah. Mary. Anyway. Come up with some way to remember that as you might be going back into school or I think that there's not a single person that I know who doesn't struggle with either busyness or laziness. So it's pretty much a worldwide yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, we'd love to hear your ideas about these things. Um, if there's a verse that's been applied applying to your life lately, we would love to hear that too. So you could post about it on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash wicketgate. Or we do post every episode both at SoundCloud. You can find it at soundcloud.com slash wicketgate. Or you can go to the wicketgate.org and there will be a little post there. And um, it's like embedded in the post. And you can comment on that post and let us know if you liked it. We love hearing from you guys, and it helps us learn so much more, too. Like, we are definitely not the experts of anything at all, and so we've learned a lot from different comments and stuff that we've gotten from people with the blog and with the social media stuff. Also, on the last podcast, even after I talked for, like, three minutes about the amazing wonders of Pinterest, we didn't mention that the Wicked Gate has a Pinterest Oh, page right. two that you should go follow if you're into Pinterest like me. So just go on Pinterest, www.pinterest.com slash the Wicketgate, or just search for the Wicketgate under Pinners. And we pin stuff like um, cute animals and Bible verses and Bible study tips and also all the Wicketgate posts. So and you can also find us on Twitter. That's our, our one username that's different because sadly everything was already taken. So we're at Wicket Tweets. And you can also find this podcast in iTunes. Basically, we're everywhere you want to be. Wow, that makes it sound a little <laughs> creepy. Let's not say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Thanks so much for tuning in today, and we hope you have a great week. Bye! Bye!